listen to their fans, folks. Pretty cool to see. There is now radio for visiting uh, for away games in spring training. And for that, we are going to interview Dominic Catronio. He's the son of Vince Catronio, A's play-by-play radio man. And he'll be taking over the majority of the road games that the A's have added on to their uh, schedule after A's fans complained on Twitter to Dave Cavill that, hey, we want to listen to road games during spring training too. So pretty cool the A's made that happen really quickly. Uh, I'm your host, Alex Espinoza. Welcome to episode 17 of the Ricky Henderson podcast, the greatest of all podcasts, the GOAP. And yeah, it's really cool. I first met Dominic uh, in uh, almost 10 years ago now, actually. Yeah, it's crazy. When he was first in high school, um, coming on to games when his dad was broadcasting and he eventually went to ASU, the greatest school on the on the face of the earth, Arizona State University. Went to their great journalism program, and yeah, so we just talked about how this all came together, um, his his path, how he got, uh, how he's been climbing up the ranks in the minor leagues, calling games, and also just kind of his old memories going to the um, you know like the 2012 season, shagging balls with Cespedes, and then uh, we talked about. Yeah, just current things that are going on with the team, too. So, yeah, this was actually recorded on Friday night, so it might sound a a little dated. But, you know, I had Saturday off, then I had to work on Sunday. You know how it is. (laughs) But, um, but yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this one with Dominic Catronio on the Ricky Henderson Podcast. All right, and we are here with uh, everybody saving grace, Dom Catronio. Uh, (laughs) Filling in for all those visiting games. A's fans were just clamoring for radio and A's spring training games. Dom, uh, how you doing, man? You doing good? How you feeling? Doing great, Alex. Thanks for having me, man. Uh, I'm honored that the A's <laughs> are willing to have me. Uh, I am, you know, a little bit, uh, I, I guess the word is, you know, hesitant to say that I'm the saving grace, but <laughs> I'm going to do the best I can given it's been over a year since I've done this kind of thing with the pandemic and everything. But uh, no, I, I, when yeah. I got the call that they would ask for me to do the road games, I'm like, oh, Hell yeah. Um, I'm, I'm super excited. Uh, like I said, super grateful. And yeah. uh, I really hope I, I know A's fans uh, have been great to my dad and they've been great to me, too, and the whole family. So uh, I just want to make them proud. And yeah, I, I'm, I'm stoked to get some miles on the car and, and uh, get out <laughs> of the house and do as many of these games as we can. Yeah. So so uh, from what I understand, you'll be calling the away games and your dad will be doing the home games. Basically, it'll be the yeah. Catronio, the Catronio the show. Basically, so <laughs> yeah. He's going to do Saturday's game in Peoria, mm-hmm. um, but then I start on Monday. So mm-hmm. I'll do Monday and surprise Tuesday, mm-hmm. I believe, is in Peoria. And then we go on from there. But mm-hmm. um, basically, if they're a home game, they had already scheduled out yeah. for a rotation of my dad, of uh, Ken. And of Ray, they've already scheduled the rotation for home games. So those guys are already locked in. And I had a few home games later in the spring as well. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, the road games were always just kind of a blank space. So uh, appreciate them reaching out to me and fans asking for it. Because yeah. that, that gives me yeah. a job. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, so that's how it's kind of all lined up. I'm yeah. doing all the road games. That'll do a select couple. And then the ones that I can't make or have had prior commitments to. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I'm going to do 11 games in total for the A's. Awesome, man. And who, who are you going to be calling the road games with? Are you going to be on solo or what? Solo, man. I'm wow. Gonna, I'm gonna get one man show. Wow. One man show. Uh, Kevin Curran uh, will be one of our engineers. Ed Cole will be one of our engineers. It'll be just us in the booth, man. You know, can't take up too much space. So 
yeah. it's gonna be it's gonna be exciting. I'm excited to get the grind back going and dust off the scorebook, man. Yeah, that's crazy. So I imagine this came all together pretty quickly, right? I mean, within the past yeah. 40, 48, 72 hours, something like that. Or I mean, how exactly? Yeah. It, it really did start with the Cavill tweet, um, with the the fans tweeting the Cavill during his time on Twitter the other day. I think it must have been Wednesday night. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, that folks were doing like a half-hearted Q&A with him asking a bunch of questions and then a bunch of fans kept asking why can't we hear road games why can't we hear road games why can't we hear road games and (laughs) it turned into uh hey let's let's get to the bottom of this I got a call from one of our producers and he said are you interested I said heck yeah I'm interested (laughs) and we got to then we had to make sure we had space in all the ballparks and still making sure the details are ironed out on that but as of now it looks like we're we're all systems go Dude, uh, dude, that's awesome. Congrats. Like, I'm really, really stoked to hear it, man. Everybody is, you know, um, and yeah, it's I, I'm just happy that, you know, it, it proves that people listen, you know, as, yeah. as a broadcaster in spring training, you're always like, God, you know, when the sixth inning comes around and it's all the double A guys and it's all the triple A guys, and you know, yeah. are people really still listening, wanting to hear this stuff and seeing the social media reaction to not having road games pretty much answers that question yes yeah. people are locked in on the a's this year and it's going to be really really fun to have them uh listening tuning in i hope i can entertain and give some uh information and uh, we'll have a good time <laughs> while doing it yeah and it's funny whenever your your dad it seems like he always mentions you and him playing golf and i'm curious when was the first time you beat him uh, how old were you when you beat him in golf uh, <laughs> if, I, if you can i know remember. he said this but i, I think it's like 11 or 12 oh wow um, i was thinking it was like seven now i was thinking it was like 17 or 18 or something no no so i i kind of i always knew i was better <laughs> at golf than i was at baseball i mean I'm, I'm five foot seven and 160 pounds soaking wet so uh not exactly the baseball build and uh as i was growing up i was a smaller guy too i was an undersized catcher but always loved golf always loved golf and finally uh in high school i committed full-time to it but i mean my dad's not a bad player. He just doesn't get to play that much. He doesn't get to practice that much. So, whereas me, I got, you know, I literally on weekends during the season or during summertime, my mom would drop me off at a little executive nine hole course back in Texas. And I'd play like three, four times, get a hot dog between a couple of the rounds and just keep on going. You know, I just loved it. Couldn't get enough of it, man. And uh, it's where I am now. And so, but you, you spent, I know you went to high school in the Valley, right? Or in, uh, in, yeah. in the Phoenix Valley, right? But so did you grow up and do you split time? Because I know your dad switched from the Rangers to the A's at some point, probably, right? Like, right. Yeah. So he was, uh, he switched to the A's, uh, of course, after we all know, after the passing of Bill King, but the, that was a 2006 season yeah. that his first year with the A's, but we were still living yeah. in Texas. Um, mm-hmm. We moved to Arizona in 2008 uh in the middle of eighth grade for me so i was 14 years old we moved mm-hmm. to arizona the reason arizona as opposed to california is i got two younger sisters uh and dad was out of baseball for two years so we decided to say you know what let's go to arizona not mm-hmm. california uh right at the start of the bubble <laughs> yes a little cheaper yeah. you know, of course um <laughs> yeah. but i got two younger sisters we have family in tucson we had vacationed in arizona before mm-hmm. We're, and obviously spring training's here so that gives us an extra month with dad as opposed to him having to leave Texas and stay with the team here in Arizona. So now he could just come home after a spring training game before the season started. So uh, super, super grateful to grow up in both Texas and Arizona. I've seen both areas change completely from where I grew up. I grew up in yeah. Dallas and now I've grown up here in the Southeast Valley of Phoenix, went to Basha High School in Chandler and 
uh yeah everything out here has exploded and this year yeah, with the crazy. pandemic has forced yeah. me home uh so it's been really wild to be living in your childhood bedroom uh, as a 20 <laughs> something millennial you know? <laughs> so very excited yeah. to get back at the booth yeah I, I was gonna say i mean how cool is it now you're gonna be just kind of driving around the valley calling games man it's, it's gonna be kind of cool right like it, i mean that's your it's your home right and that's pretty awesome yeah yeah and it used to be me driving around in the passenger seat with my dad uh, being a bat boy at the games that he was calling, you know, so it was it was really cool. It's really come full circle, and it's wild. Somehow on Tuesday I'll be in Tempe, or not Tempe, but Mesa for the Cubs. I've actually never been to Sloan Park. Somehow it's the only ballpark I haven't been oh, to wow. so far in the Cactus League. Um, maybe it's because I'm stubborn and I won't pay for a ticket. But um, it's <laughs> I've never had a chance to go there, or I've been out of town, or I've had my seasons going on. But yeah, I'm yeah. gonna finally call a game at Sloan Park. That'll be sweet, sweet and uh, cool to you know, get around the Valley and see all the, all the spring training. I think I'll call a game in every, yeah, I'll call a game in every ballpark except for Maryvale. I'll be the only one in Phoenix or the Brewers. I'll be the only one I don't call a game in, but I'll be everywhere else. That's awesome, man. Yeah. Cause uh, yeah, I, I don't know. The, it's everything is, it's weird. Arizona, everything's within like a half hour of each other. Everything's close by. It's kind of far. You're going to have some time to think, you know, that'll be nice, dude. <laughs> yeah. That's the beauty of Cactus League, right? You talk to veterans yeah. who've only been in the Grapefruit League. And oh, yeah. you're like, oh, my God, it's only 25 minutes to this ballpark. And, yeah. you know, whereas you've got the three hour trips across Florida, uh, if you're going to like from West Palm Beach, like Lakeland or something, you know, yeah. so you can't just stay with, you know, you, you got the little pods, obviously, with the West and the East, but that's what they're doing right now. But everything is here. It's so perfect. It's no, yeah, it all worked setup. out. Yeah, yeah, it just kind of it just seems like it worked out all perfectly. And you seem like the right guy. I'm really excited to hear it, man. Uh, and, and I'm curious about, um, yeah, what do you think about, I mean, the A's just announced, you know, fans are going to be here in Oakland, you know, so how, I, yeah. Actually, yeah, I mean, how, how cool is that? Uh, what, what, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I'm stoked. Um, we, we've got a small percentage, obviously, here in Cactus League. Yeah, have you been to um, any just, games? I'm, have you been to any games? I haven't been at? to a game yet. Okay. Yeah, I yeah. did some college games actually early. Uh, they usually come in. A lot of teams come down here on the opening weekend of college baseball, play some tournaments. So I got to be out and surprised for that. Yeah. But I haven't been to a game yet. Um, my sister and my my mom went last week on Sunday. But the uh, the thing I'm really excited about, and with it being official that we will have fans on opening night, uh, you know who we're playing on opening night. That's the Houston Astros. Yeah, yeah. So the A's get to roll out <laughs> the red carpet. The A's fans get to roll out the red carpet to the officially RI Astros. You're playing in front of opposing fans for the first time. Get ready for the booze and the trash cans and the taunts. And the A's, how fitting, right? The A's get the ones <laughs> to introduce yeah. the booze and introduce themselves to the rest of the world and be the first ones to half-heartedly punish the, uh, the Astros, at least their way that they can punish as a fan. Yeah, it's gonna be hilarious because I mean, because they're already kind of used to being about four or five thousand strong or whatever, and now they're they're kind of equipped for these uh, socially distanced. They got the drums, they got the posters. Like, I don't know. Yeah, that's yeah. a good point, man. That's gonna be hilarious. I'm it's hyped for it, and you're it. gonna hear it so clearly, right? You're gonna yeah. hear it so much your fans. You're gonna hear these taunts and these in these heckles yeah. and these chirps so much clearer. So that is gonna uh, be hilarious. In jest, man. obviously, I'm not condoning anything over the line, but uh, it's yeah. gonna be uh, it's gonna be a long year for the Astros, I think, but you know, it shouldn't, I don't think anything's going to cross the line or really get anything too dangerous for them. 
Yeah, and uh, yeah, what do you uh, you, you must have a, a, so many great memories at the Coliseum, right? Did you, do you yeah. uh, because I, I, I think I heard, I don't think I was there yet, obviously. I, I think I met you when you were still in high school, uh, coming mm-hmm. to games and like in the press box and stuff. But did you just like shag balls in the outfield when you were younger and yep. stuff like that? I mean, so you, when, when, what era were you starting to go into like in the like like the late 2000s and mid 2000s around there is that when you were going to yeah that's when i first started going to a's games we would visit every summer when we were still living in texas and we'd Mm -hmm. drive up from arizona and spend like two three weeks with that um i mean i shagged in texas too i got i'm so lucky that they let me out there oh at the Uh, old ballpark over there that that was yeah i I love that ballpark i'm kind of mad that they took that one down we had like the nice uh the those little awnings in the back i like that one yeah that was was a great ballpark man and chris davis loved it especially so um it's (laughs) uh it's crazy man it's uh it it was wild i'm so grateful uh there are guys out there back in the phoenix muni days you know where i would bat boy but i'd shag in the morning and it, it wasn't like you know, they wanted me to be on the bucket. Like they let me shack, you know, the pitchers would be on the bucket and they let me go out there and run around. I'd usually go to left field since we were the first base dugout. Uh-huh. Everyone would generally be out in right field, you know, don't want to go too far. Don't want to try too hard. All the pitchers. And you were like, and dude, send me anywhere. Like, go, yeah, no, yeah. yeah. Sweet man. Like I remember, um, I mean, the 2012 season obviously is such an amazing year for so many A's fans with the walk-offs and the comeback in the, in the West and uh, you know, game 162 and all that. Being there around Cespedes in his first year, you know, obviously fish out of water kind of, you know, understanding how it works in Major League Baseball. And he's a left fielder. And I would always be in left field and I'm hanging out with him and I tell him, like, <laughs> you take whatever. And he said, no, 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 you you can get a ball. Too. That's he awesome, was super dude. nice to me. And he was great. Cespedes was great. Some of the guys that were great to me and That's shagging. So funny, man. Coco was always great to me shagging. Houston Street way back in the day. We always uh-huh. were hanging out. Dallas Braden and I, it's funny, Braden and I. Yeah, I was going to um, so you, I mean, because now you, you must see these people now. They're really like, like, you know, yeah. they, they must be like, well, holy shit, Dom. Like, no kidding. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. It's exactly yeah, how yeah, it goes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And hell, even last year uh, in 2019 in Corpus Christi, Bobby Crosby is an assistant coach in Midland. So yeah. that's kind of full circle for him. Him mm-hmm. and I hung out a lot during his time with the A's, but uh, it, it's wild, man. Th- those early 2010s, A's teams are the teams that I really got to know well. Uh, I was still kind of a kid and understanding, you know, the new team and what rules not to break and everything in the late 2000s. But, um, yeah, those those memories are going to stick with me forever. And man, the Coliseum's fun to shag on, man. There's a lot of room to run out there. Yeah, the 2012 team, yeah, there's something special. I think there's always going to be something. I mean, obviously, the Giants won the World Series that year. That kind of takes right. away. That's, a, that's the, the first defense of the Giants fans. But hey, that was still a fun year for A's fans, too. That was, I uh, got to be there yeah, for game yeah. 162 as well. So I was, I was there. It was my yeah. birthday weekend. I, I, I was I there was, too, dude. Yeah. I think yeah. I, I'm, that's probably one around that. That's probably the first year I met you around that time, dude. Yeah. Around there. For sure. Yeah. And I was right behind my dad when Hamilton dropped the ball and my dad had to call. Me. So uh, I was sitting in the press box in the Bill King broadcast yeah. booth and, you know, Cespedes three, one count men on, like, Oh man, this is, it. it's going to blow open. It's five, five. Let's go. And then change up popped up Hamilton coming in, looking up at he dropped it. He dropped it. And everyone goes nuts. And like my dad and I looked at each other. And I'll never forget it. Like, like he let the call breathe and he looked at me like oh my god it's happening like we got this like that <laughs> just know, happened like, never yeah back. yeah that was crazy that that whole week was weird it was like oh they it might do this like they might oh my god they're gonna do this <laughs> you know Grand balfour going yeah. nuts pitching every day uh yeah, the Ryan balfour Moore rage was nails yeah. and 
man, there, that bullpen was so huge. I mean, it was uh, a hell of a year, and those guys were always really good to me uh, when I was down. I got to be in the celebration, so uh, <laughs> I got to go down to the clubhouse. I still have some corks up in my uh, in my awesome. bedroom in a in a keepsake, and yeah, what what a year, man! What a, what a crazy <laughs> year! And I, A's fans are amazing. I was on the concourse for the walk off for Coco, and that was the loudest I've ever heard of, at, at the Coliseum. It was amazing. So, uh, so it sounds like pretty much always, did, did you always want to pursue a career in broadcasting just cause, uh, you just always thought your dad's job was cool. I mean, I, I assume yeah, most, I, mean, I would say if you're, if you're a kid and you're like sports and your dad's a professional broadcaster, you, you'd probably be drawn to that. Right. I mean, yeah. Yeah. It, it did happen kind of naturally. It, yeah. it took a while to happen though. Uh, I was pretty set on being a teacher for a long time. Okay. Uh, I was, uh, I mean, when I was younger, I was an astronaut. Then I realized I had to spend like 20 years in the Navy <laughs> or the Air Force, and I wasn't really about that. Yeah. Um, the uh, <laughs> teaching was something really cool to me. I really thought I could coach. I could be, you know, a stats teacher or a history teacher or something like that, and then uh, coach baseball or golf or whatever. But, you know, when I was like 16, it, it really started to set in of like, this would be really cool. And that's mm-hmm. when I was looking at colleges, trying to figure out where to go and uh you know i'm gonna ask you about you know i'm gonna ask you about asu yeah <laughs> no no kidding for sure yeah. man um the and it, yeah. it just kind of clicked like let's give us a shot you know it's like mm-hmm. there were, there's a line out the door of people that wish that their dad or mom was a professional broadcaster and this is a resource i can use that many people don't have and obviously i'd be ignorant to say that i've had an not had an advantage I, i've absolutely had an advantage i have my dad and i'm grateful for it every single day you don't get to choose who your parents yeah. are get to choose your career and uh it's been yeah. it's been a grind i got to do games so I, it all started from scratch for me i started mm-hmm. doing games in high school uh, i just saved up for a laptop and uh brought my own table and two backpacks extension cords and i used a gaming headset like some turtle beaches man to <laughs> call games uh for all the road games in my high school when i decided to hang up the spikes my junior and senior called like 30 games uh, and i took that tape to arizona state where they let me call ASU baseball games as a freshman. And mm-hmm. from there it took off. Yeah. Cause so, I remember it be, yeah. In high school, you showed interest for sure. I remember we were talking about like the Cronkite school and then you, mm-hmm. you like hit the ground running at ASU, right? Like that, that pretty like, much. It, yeah. I, that's how all much, I wanted to do. Yeah. I wanted to call as many games as I could. I wanted to get my tape. I got to do like, it's competitive to too, game. right? It's really competitive oh, at ASU, right? Crazy like, competitive. Yeah, yeah, it's not yeah. like a Syracuse where you have, um, you know, literally classes for play-by-play. Granted, Cronkite now has it, but yeah. at the time, they're very slow to recognize sports journalism and play-by-play and things like that. Um, but I was surrounded by some amazing students too, uh, and it's crazy to look at it now. Kerry Crowley uh, is a Dude, great yeah, I know, yeah, yeah, I know Kerry. Yeah, he, he's killing it up here, man. He's he's. We awesome. were on a radio show together yeah, on awesome, student man. radio. Yeah. Kerry's one of my best friends. Fabian Ardaya of The Athletic is one of my best friends, too. We did high school journalism camp together. He went to Chandler High. I went to Basher High. He's a great friend, too. Uh, And it's amazing to think that I was there at the same time as so many great, great players. Got to go to Cape Cod. Got to do these amazing things. And that led me into Pro Bowl, and I've been in Pro Bowl ever since. That's awesome, man. That's so cool. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I mean, how did the Cronkite School – I mean, I I think they even – they have a sports journalism – major now right is that now right is, yeah it, it, that like, was right at the end of my time there what, when uh, did you when graduate what year did you graduate so it's fun i actually had to leave uh i haven't graduated i've just been doing oh, online classes okay, okay. Uh, it's been i'm very lucky and oh so you just jumped right in dude that's awesome jumped right dude. in yeah, that's great. i got offered a job in 2016 in pro Bowl, and 
uh season ended in like in late september so i had to uh withdraw for a little bit and then it turned into oh man uh we got uh you know another team wants me in january and he said, you know, you're like, you go to college, you get a job. So if you can get a job, job, yeah, I'm (laughs) I'm grateful for it. Um, I'm I'm super, super grateful for it. I do want to finish my degree. Don't get me wrong. But, um, dude, I've been, this is the first time I haven't been employed last, this last, you know, whatchamacall, uh, pandemic. Well, yeah, like everybody else in America. Yeah. So, but it's, it's been, uh, I've been very grateful to say the least to, to be as lucky as I am to be calling pro ball before I even graduated and for both a short season, a full season team, 2016 and 2017. So, uh, and you know, then 2017 and 2018, I was in North Carolina, 2019, I was in Corpus Christi. I was headed back there in 2020 and then the world stopped turning. So. Yeah. Are you going to be calling uh, games this, this year or what? I mean, and also it's a Corpus That's Christi. TBD. Yeah. I was yeah, going to say is, it's Corpus Christi. Okay. Yeah. Cause I was going to ask you like, dude, I was looking at their stadium. It looks pretty sick. Like you're like right on the water awesome. and there's a bridge. Like I know every stadium has a little, some like quirky stuff going on with it. You know, I mean, I was going to ask you about that stadium, man. Yeah. Whataburger field, man. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Love, it's a hilarious name. Whataburger. Yeah. Uh, so fun fact, Whataburger was founded in Corpus Christi. Hence why Whataburger field. Um, Corpus Christi, South Texas, for those who don't know, like South, South Texas, about mm-hmm. uh, two and a half, two half hours, two and a half hours from Houston. Um, but it's uh, an amazing ballpark. It's the best ballpark in the Texas league. And I'm not saying that in a biased manner. It's the best ballpark in the Texas league uh, from a fan perspective, from a calling games perspective, from a field perspective. Like it, it's awesome. The view, it's the Harbor Bridge right yeah. there. It looks cool. It's like, awesome. I, well, I didn't really, well, I, awesome. I just, when I think Texas, I just think, Oh, I, uh, you know, I had, I had, I just Google, uh, just Google maps it to see where it was. I was like, Oh, you're like right next to the water. It's like, uh, you're on like the, Me- the Gulf of Mexico basically. Right. That's awesome. Yep. dude. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. It's beautiful yeah. down there. We get a Gulf breeze every day, 20 mile an hour winds. So close <laughs> in from right field and out to yeah. left field. So lefties hate it. Righties love it. Mm-hmm. Pitchers always hate it. Um, but it's, uh, it's a really cool ballpark, man. Uh, it's, We'll see what happens. Obviously, we don't start until May, so there's a lot of things that can happen between now and then that can change what we're yeah. looking at. Texas is uh, open, as uh, folks have seen this week. Yeah, um, oh, yeah. Doesn't mean it's going to go full throttle from the gate, but uh, the hooks are owned by the Astros. I'm currently not employed by them, but uh, the hooks are owned by the Astros, so that could change some things because big league budget is less than minor league budget. We'll see what happens, but uh, it's TBD. You know, I'm not, I'm not worried. Whatever happens happens. Yeah. And uh, I'm grateful to have these games to say at least. Yeah. I mean, I remember the question I was going to ask you before. It was just when, yeah, like when MLB canceled minor league last year, unfortunately that touched like, you know, it touched mm-hmm. like so many, I mean, obviously so many industries in America were, were hurt, but that, I don't know. It's just like so many people rely on that, um, you know, and it, it's tough to see. So I'm hoping I saw they pushed back AAA, but I'm hoping everything starts on May 1st or May, May 5th or whatever. And, uh, you know, because, yeah, it, it's tough, man. It's even like, you know, the Giants, I think, like just disassociated with some franchise completely. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's tough, man. It's really tough. So I, I it, hope it, was it works a weird out. Year. Yeah. yeah, it was yeah, already going to yeah. be a weird year without a pandemic. Um, yeah. then you throw in, you know, worldwide canceled season. No one, some teams never got a chance to say yeah. goodbye. Like it's been, it's been really rough. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Minor, I, I haven't really been affected, but I know a lot of friends that were definitely affected some great cities, uh, losing baseball and, you know, at least professional affiliated baseball that is, but yeah, uh, we'll see what happens, man. I, I'm, I'm pulling for those cities. 
Uh, I'm grateful for Corpus Christi and um, dude, it's minor league baseball is yeah, in it's a crazy. I don't position think, of change. Yeah, but it's a great it spot to go, man. Yeah, I don't think it really gets talked enough about how that impacted. Um, you know, like how you know that touches like so many, so many people in so many communities around. But I, hope, I mean, I don't know. The, ushers, I'm, I'm, the parking attendants, yeah. the concession workers, yeah. these are jobs that they rely on yeah, for in sure. the summertime to, you know, that they've got 80 dates or then concerts, you know, call it 100 dates, 120 dates of all the yeah. other events that they would be working and just poof, gone in thin air. You know, that, that's, yeah. it's tough, man. Not just, I mean, don't listen to the broadcaster, man. Like talk yeah. about those folks that are really no, trying to sure, figure yeah. out where, where to, where to work, where the next meal comes from, man. Cause like yeah. this has been brutal, but we're finally seeing the light at the end of the tunnel, man. I'm, that's I'm what it seems like. Yeah, yeah it's, that's what's cool. Just like seeing all these fans coming back to the major leagues. And hopefully it's just like, you know, if California's opening up, if Texas is opening up, then I, I don't know. Hopefully everybody stays safe. That's number one. But, you know, I don't know. It does seem like it's it's uh, we've hit some sort of inflection point, you know, so that's cool. Yeah, I, I think uh, we're getting there and we just, yeah. just got to bring it home down the <laughs> home stretch here. And yeah, uh, we'll be soon enough uh, back to normal, hopefully about holidays. Yeah. I mean, so, so what's the ultimate goal? I'm assuming it's like, you want to be a play-by-play guy for, for a team, right. And in, in the bigs, right. Yeah. Is, is baseball or bigs, are you, network, whatever. Are you, you know, are, I love golf. I love baseball. Yeah. Um, I was going to say which sport. Yeah. Which, which sports uh, yeah. Do you like, are, have you, do you like I football mean, hoops? Like what, what, yeah. What do you like? If, if NBC came walking through the door right now, I said, Dom, you can never call another baseball game again. We get you called golf. And I said, done. You know, I, <laughs> I'd love to call golf. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but it's obviously a little harder to get into golf broadcasting as opposed to baseball broadcasting. You got 30 teams in baseball, but then you got, you know, three networks that cover golf. So um, yeah, it's yeah. kind of, it's, that's tough, but no, I, I'd love to work for a team just like dad. If it's a network calls, that'd be great too. Um, you know, I'm not going to be picky and I'm not going to be picky on what the team is. You know, it's shoot. I'll move to, I'll move anywhere. I'll move to the cold bear in Milwaukee or I'll move to <laughs> the heat of Miami. I don't, I, I don't care, man. If a team wants me and they, they admire me that much, I'm in, you know, I'll yeah. give them my all. And uh, I think uh, it, it'd be a really, really cool thing. I still got the time though. I got to remind myself, don't compare myself to anybody. I got time 26 years young and uh, we're ready to get after it in 2021. Yeah. So, so what do you think about the, the A's man? Um, I, I'm, I, obviously the, the storyline is just how they, they added all these big pieces at the end of the, the off season, their bullpen's looking solid. How are you feeling about, uh, you know, their chances at the ALS this year? On, on paper, they're the best bullpen in not only the West, but the American League. Uh, you you know, obviously you lose Liam Hendricks, uh, all-star caliber closer, someone who, you know, deserved every penny that came to him. But then you replace him with Rosenthal. I mean, yeah. you won, you won. You know, if you weren't going to get Hendricks, everybody else wanted Rosenthal and you got him, you know, like, what more could you ask for? So yeah. that's pretty sweet. Um, having Petit back is so underrated. Yeah. It's so huge, so huge for this bullpen. Uh, you know, Trevino showed flashes last year that he's kind of going back in the form of 2018, Lou Trevino. And mm-hmm. um, it, it should be really, really cool to see the bullpen. As we saw today with Chappie making that diving play at third. Yeah, Chappie looks really good, dude. Yeah, that, that Olsen's that... hit some bombs this spring. Um it's yeah. and then you got to figure out is Kemp going to be your everyday second baseman? Barrera is back uh, today, and then you got Lowry starting his running progression, seeing what's going to happen with that. Uh, Buddy Reed show has been the story of the first week of spring. Yeah. But this team's an underrated part of this team is depth. You know, we, they, they lose Robbie Grossman, yeah. which 
to some maybe like, okay, you lose, you know, a left fielder, but like he was a gold glove finalist a couple of years ago. He was consistent, uh, great on-base percentage in the top third of this lineup, or even you, you could plug him and play him anywhere. He could come off the bench and be a platoon guy if you wanted to get his switch hitting bat in. And yeah. then you, you know, you got Piscotti probably returning to form Canna, Laureano, Buddy Reed could maybe make some noise. Uh, you've got some guys that are ready to rip coming up uh, in, in the arms side of it. We saw Caprillion today. Grant Holmes should be close. Uh, Dalton Jeffries will probably get another chance. And Parker Dunchy is a guy that will maybe get a yeah, chance. It's, this it's year. interesting how they're rolling out. Like these are like the dudes, like these are like the dudes. Basically. I feel like uh, if they're top, the rotation guys uh, get injured. Like they're almost kind of auditioning for like that first call up. I feel like these guys are these, because from what I understand, it's like the A's are going to have like these kind of uh, you know, like the, those four guys you just named Dunchy Holmes, uh, Cole Irvin, I think is in that mix too. Like, and then, and then the next week, the, the, then, then they're going to start putting in the like Lazardos and fires and all the manais and everything so it's interesting to see how these young guys respond to it's basically an, uh, an audition you know right now you know it's kind of cool it, to see. as we saw last year yeah. it can you can be up in the bigs in the blink of an eye because of a protocol or because of a little thing here or there yeah. that your your day could come before you know it so to stay ready and to be be the guy is going to be huge i mean obviously dalton made his debut probably made his debut uh jeffrey's had a tough go of it but i mean they're going to get another chance. They, they think highly of these guys. That's why they're in big league spring training right now. And these guys are hoping they don't have to sit on a shelf for a month, you know, after spring training ends before the AAA season starts. Yeah, so that's, there's more incentive yeah. there, even though it is going to be a hard rotation to crack given just the returning roster and assuming AJ's healthy, Puck's healthy. It's, it's there's depth. There's more depth than people think on this roster. And I'm really excited to see what it can produce in a full season as yeah. opposed to 60 games. Yeah, and, and one other player, too, I just hope uh, Sean Murphy, you know, I know he's coming back from a collapsed lung, but, you know, once he gets healthy, I'm really excited to see what he can do this year. You know, he's kind of like my breakout candidate this year. You know, I think he's going to be awesome. Yeah. And right now you're thinking like, man, Jonah Heim would be nice, but you understand you got Elvis Andrews, you build a need there with, lose, with yeah. losing Simeon. Jonah Heim was was solid, man. I think the Rangers really, really did. Their I, I liked him a lot. I liked him a lot. I liked his bet. I just felt like this dude's about to hit a double or something. I don't know. Every time he came up, I felt like he was like a, he, he had a really nice swing. I don't know what it was about it, but yeah, he looked good. Yeah, and and good. for, for Murphy, uh, he made it through 60 games, relatively healthy, man. I mean, yeah. collapsed lung and all, but he says he feels pretty close to normal right now. And, you know, they're obviously playing a caution. It's going to be a long year, especially for a catcher yeah, who's got yeah. an injury history. So uh, Murphy's going to be a big guy. And I think there's some, some pub out there on Murphy as a, as a young, you know, he's still technically a rookie to watch. Um, he's going to be tremendous, but it does kind of all hinge on the the bounce of Lazardo. You know, what what's what's yeah. going to look like a regular off season, a healthy off season, knowing he's going to be the guy starting wild card game, starting maybe even opening day. Who knows? Don't know yet. But whether it's Manaya, Lazardo, whoever it may be. Zardo's going to be a guy. You know, he, he's going to be looked upon, and he's going to learn a lot about himself and about his game this year. Awesome, dude. Well, uh, I think we're all excited to hear your debut on Monday, right? Is that right? On Monday? Yeah. So yeah. we got Monday. Hell yeah, we man. got um, Monday and Tuesday, Thursday and Saturday of okay. next week. So uh, we're going to – we got the Royals, got the Cubs, uh, I believe got the Padres, which would be interesting, and the Reds. So those will be a fun first few games. Then we got the – 
Mariners, uh, Diamondbacks, and pretty much everyone. Yeah. I mean, I, we'll, we'll have everybody. We have some variety coming. And uh, I'll have the last game of spring training as well back at Hohokam uh, against the Giants. So uh, I'll be awesome, kind of at the unofficial passing of the torch up to, to Ken and dad as they get ready to open things up. On cool. April so, 1st, so, you guys, the so you guys will call uh, a little bit of a game together at the end there. Or we'll what? try We'll try We won't do it that Monday. Um, we'll try to do at least one of these games a little bit together. Awesome. Um, that, that'll be really it'll be, cool. it'll be that sweet. Would you know, be awesome. people love reaching out to us on those days. It's been a big hit with the fans. We can't thank the fans enough about it. Uh, it's been fun, man. Like, yeah, we, we rise so each other cool, all the man. time. Like, do I call you dad? Do I call you Vince? Like, <laughs> hey, do I, Vince. Do I, and here's dad. You know, I think people really enjoy that. And then he kind of turned it into an interview of me since so many folks want to know a little bit more about me, which I don't know why, but uh, I'm just a kid that calls baseball games. I get the best seat in the house, and I'm the luckiest kid on the planet, man. I'm, I'm so grateful. <laughs> love my dad. Love the A's. Love the fans. And uh, like I said, I, I just keep going back to the word. I'm grateful. I'm after everything get in 2020. Uh, I'm gonna, you know, broadcast every game like it's my last because you never know if it could be. Awesome, man. Well, we're all looking forward to it. Can't wait. And uh, good luck, man. We'll be tuning in. Thank you so much. Thanks man. so much, Alex. Good to hear all from right. you again, man. Go Devils. Good to all hear right. from you. Go again. Devils. That's right. ASU baby, just pumping out the sports journalists, baby. Gotta love it. <laughs> Uh, thanks again to Dominic Catronio for his time. Super excited to hear his calls this spring and just follow the rest of his career to see how it see how it goes. He's young; he's only 26. Uh, make sure to follow him on follow him on Twitter at Dom Dense D O M underscore Catronio C O T R O N E O. And um, yeah, I mean, you, you've heard his dad for almost 15, yeah, 15 years now. I guess this will be season, if he took over in 2006, yeah, it would be season 15 or 16 for Vince Catronio. So um, yeah, excited to see Dom and his dad maybe even work together at the end. It's going to be really cool to see. So um, thanks again for listening. I'm your host, Alex Espinoza. Make sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at RickyBlog. And yeah, we will be back this weekend with a couple of fans and we might even be getting a boots on the ground report from Arizona next uh, later this week. So stay tuned. Thanks again. All right, everybody have a good one.